Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today we're talking another in our series on survival. And this is pretty darn important if you're thinking about the status of the world now and what's um, what's going on. To, now it's going to be first aid. So realize, I mean, we're talking martial law <coughs> um, coming in within the next between 6 and 12 months. There's There's some significant changes. And the law, I mean, if you look at, um, oh, say the government shutdown for a wall, $5 billion wall. Yeah, $5 billion, okay, that's what we pay on the uh, interest in our national debt in, I think, about three days. So this is just insane. The fact that the government has, you know, nearly a, a little bit over 800,000 people that are working with no pay or not getting paid because the government can't get their crap together. So this is um, a lot of different challenges are happening. Uh, Economic collapse, uh, government control, forced vaccinations, pole shift, oceans oceans are radically changing. So all of this, it, it, it favors to be prepared. So in the survival series, we're talking about food, transportation, water, shelter, waste management, first aid, and protection. And so right now, I mean, if you look at all of the great sayings, uh, Arabic proverb, pray to God, but tie up the camels. Russian proverb, pray to God, but keep rowing to shore. So realize that society is changing. And we are now in the chaos phase of society. So we just need to take charge of our health and our world. And now, since going to the pharmaceutical industry or going down to the store uh, won't be an option, uh, we have to take care of ourselves. When they talk about um, make sure you have your medications, the only medications you're really going to require or if you have type 1 diabetes, and so that's less than 5% of all diabetics, or if you have some type of uh, an organ transplant or you need anti-rejection drugs. So those are just about the only two incidents that you're going to require medications. So before uh, the big shift happens, uh, start looking to find out why your body's responding that way. So you can get your systems as healthy as possible so you're not requiring pharmaceutical products. So let's look first on first aid on how to deal with wounds or cuts, uh, and then we're getting to burns. So if you look at it, if an artery is cut, that means you're going to see red blood spurting out uh, in, in a rhythmic pattern. So it's vital that you put a tourniquet on. Uh, a tourniquet is just a cloth, something um, tied on in proximal to the wound or closer toward the body where the wound is, and you tighten it up. Now, this is hugely important. If you shut the blood supply off to an area, uh, that means that that area doesn't have oxygen. So the longer the blood supply is shut off, the more risk you have of having that tissue become infected, 
uh, become a weakened. But if you're bleeding so much you could bleed out, that's when you really need to get help as soon as possible. And this is with significant cuts. So you need to get a trained professional, someone who's had, you know, Boy Scout training, first aid training, you know, there's uh, military training. There's a lot of trained professionals out there that know how to deal with wounds. Um, look at the three C's, compression, clean, and close. So instantly, once there's a cut or a break in the skin, compress it. That's going to approximate the tissue and decrease um, some of the bleeding because just compression will make a difference. Now, cleaning, the best stuff to clean, and we're going to talk about a lot of different ways to clean, but water is the best. Disinfectants are another way. Maggot debridement is another way. Hydrogen peroxide is another way. And then in order to close or to approximate the tissue, you could use simple uh, tape, like electric tape, or skin glue, fishing line, Band-Aids. Uh, I mean, all of the simple things, and all of this needs to be in your to-go bag. It's interesting about maggot debridement of wounds. Maggots uh, are still used today. There was a brilliant article at a Lancet in 2000 that says, quote, the use of maggots can dramatically reduce treatment compared with conventional therapies. Think of this. The maggots eat only the rotted tissue. They leave the good tissue and they poop out a natural antibiotic. Uh, isn't that a brilliant world that we have where flies are attracted to wounds and damaged flesh and they leave and their offspring actually help heal the wound? I mean, that's, that's a brilliant, brilliant system. Now, burns. The, the number one thing with burns is you've got to clean it and cool it down. Uh, now, you've got the first degree burn, which is redness, and it's damaged the tissue. That one you've got to get ice. Second degree burn is blistering. And the blistering is something that you want to cover, you want to keep it cool, clean, and heal. But also... When you're looking at, at what this does to the body, you're literally breaking down your flesh. Now, breaking down your flesh, just like putting a steak in an oven, it breaks the proteins to amino acids. So in a significant burn, the kidneys will be taxed a lot. This is why a lot of times if uh, you're out in the sun and you get sunburn, there's going to be a little bit of nausea associated with it. Uh, so you can clean the burn with, and this is going to be first or second degree burn, with colloidal silver, aloe, coconut water, um, coconut oil is also very, very good antimicrobial for burns. But a third degree burn is when the flesh is actually missing. And that's when, when it's literally burned through. So you have to cover that and get to uh, professional help immediately. Uh, but when you're covering, and I'm talking great first-degree and second-degree burns over a small portion of the body, you can cover it with aloe or aloe mixed with ozone or colloidal silver. Uh, it's fantastic to help heal it. And if you can get um, ozonated olive oil, again, that's an amazing thing to put inside of your to-go bag. One of the things you don't want to use is uh, neosporin or polysporin. 
figure it, neosporin or polysporin, their uh, active ingredient is neosmyosin or polysporin. And these are antibiotics. Now, the problem with using an antibiotic on a wound is that the wound, uh, there's a number of different infectious agents. You can have viruses, uh, bacteria, molds, but also you have beneficial viruses, bacteria, and molds. So you, we have a competitive uh, environment going on in wound areas. So the best way to heal it is to flush it out, not to use an antibiotic, which is going to uh, create a, a non-competitive environment where only the ones that are killed by the bacteria are going to die. And this is where multi-antibiotic-resistant staph come from, okay, or antibiotic-resistant bacteria. So what can you use? Well, also to another bad one is anything that burns, like alcohol or anything astringents. If it burns, think of that. It's closing up the blood vessels. So we need blood vessels to, to flow in order to heal it. So when you use alcohol or astringents on a wound, if it burns, you're literally shutting off some of the blood vessels. So it'll scar or heal slower. <clears throat> so what can you use? to disinfect a wound. Uh, colloidal silver, amazing. This, this is one of the greatest things. And this is something you can make if you have distilled water, silver, and a couple of batteries. Uh, you can use aloe, a hydrogen peroxide, which hydrogen peroxide is fantastically important. I mean, this is one of the ways to kill tetanus. Uh, there's so many uses for it. Um, heat, direct heat, and this is why a body elevates uh, your body temperature, because viruses, funguses, and bacteria die at a higher temperature. And sunlight, so literally the ionizing radiation coming from the sun, you're talking, has an antimicrobial effect. So just exposing your skin to direct sunlight can start to help heal wounds, and help decrease mold, funguses, bacteria. It's fantastic. Uh, now, there is, I, I mean, this has been on for, for years, but in November 2005, the American Journal of Epidemiology, they said there's a direct link between antibiotic use and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And in fact, if a child has more than 10 rounds of antibiotics, there's an 80% greater risk of developing the disease. And how many kids have had multiple ear infections or multiple uh, antibiotics for uh, bronchitis, which is completely ineffective for? Uh, so really, you've got to second guess the antibiotics. Now, it's interesting. When we look at alternative medicine uh, from the National uh, Center for Complementary Medicine, uh, now, this is a, Nash, a government agency that are looking into what, what people would call alternative. I call it primary, but it's alternative to the mainstream. Because remember, the mainstream has standards of care where they're going to uh, in, you know, give you an antibiotic for any kind of infection. And then if you de develop a secondary infection or secondary problem from that drug, then they give you other drugs. And then they give you non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. So this is really a symptom drug culture. 
Well, they looked into uh, colloidal silver, and this is the Food and Drug Administration, and they don't consider the the Fraud and Deception Association, I mean the, the Food and Drug Administration, does not consider colloidal silver to be safe or effective at treating any disease or condition. Uh, and in fact, the Federal Trade Commission has taken again, action against a number of colloidal silver companies okay, for making drug-like claims about their products. How dare they do that? And, and they said, of course, we're going to blow through the, these, um, the evidence. They say the, the reviews of scientific literature have concluded that silver has no function in the body. Silver is not an essential mineral or a cure-all. Uh, it claims that there can be a deficiency of silver in the body uh, are unfounded. And so it's literally, um, you, you can't get more ignorant than the FDA looking into colloidal silver. Why? What is colloidal silver? Well, colloidal silver is just silver particles uh, in, suspended in water, distilled water. Uh, now, it can kill viral material within the cell structure itself. Silver ions work um, via a mechanism by rebalancing and itself sourcing electrons from electron donors. So it can literally kill viruses, funguses, and bacteria. They tend to be electron donors. So getting silver in their area tends to destroy them. Now, uh, it literally upon contact. Now, viruses, funguses, and bacteria typically have a thin cell wall, which has an, a rapid exchange of electrons. So bacteria, viruses, and mold can't function, and they degrade quickly when they're confronted with silver. Now, according to the International Space Station, uh, the Russian Mir, they used colloidal silver to disinfect uh, their, their drinking water supplies, to disinfect their agents inside of that. They used colloidal silver. Uh, in fact, uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved a number of different colloidal silver impregnated wound dressings. So impregnating um, wound dressings with colloidal silver help protect the wound. So in one instance, now, you know, you could say the government's corrupt, which you'd be pretty darn accurate at, uh, but ignorant, you can be pretty darn accurate at that. I mean, they can't come up with uh, to uh, solve a budget so over 800,000 people are now out of uh, money for a month. Just think of how many friends you know could have a month off of any income and see how well they'd be doing. Uh, it's it's time we pitch up to pick up the pitchforks. Okay, so here. Also, when we look at uh, MRSA from Hull uh, York Medical School. Now, uh, MRSA, multi-antibiotic-resistant um, staff. Uh, th there's colloidal silver is highly effective, reliable barrier to prevent the spread of MRSA. And they actually use colloidal silver to protect people. In hospital settings, they use it to clean catheters, endotracheal tubes. Uh, I mean, it's been used in Belgium, at university hospitals, surgical intensive care centers. Uh, it is vital. So um, when you're looking at how do you make distilled or colloidal silver, simplest thing in the world. 
you need a bottle for storing it. Hopefully it's a dark bottle, like an amber bottle. Uh, you need pure silver, and this could be pure silver coins, it could be silver jewelry, but you're talking 99% pure silver. You need 36 volts, so you can tie up four 9-volt batteries in, in a series and literally just you know connect them up, tie a little electric tape around it, put one positive line on one piece of silver, another on another, suspend it in distilled water. And it may take, you know, say, oh, several hours. And how you see, because you're going to see bubbles are going to form, uh, but you're literally putting microscopic particles inside suspended in the water. You can check to see if it's working by blasting a laser through it and uh, let it sit for a couple hours and then filter it through a coffee filter, store it in the amber bottle, and you're good to go. Now you can use colloidal silver to spray it on even vegetables because it will kill the bacteria on there and make the vegetables last longer. Now hydrogen peroxide, this is hugely important. Um, get the food grade and have it in your, uh, your to-go bag uh, because you could take this internally. Now at 35% food grade you have to dilute it. And you've got to keep uh, something as strong as 35% hydrogen peroxide, which you'll find. All of that has to be diluted. It should be diluted down to about 3%. But you can use 3% hydrogen peroxide suspended in, in water or distilled water. Uh, incredibly good for um, cleaning wounds. Uh, for brushing teeth, gargling, mouthwash. Uh, it was first discovered in 1818, and they used it to sterilize biologic safety cabinets and barrier isolators. They use it in the aerospace in uh, industry to sterilize um, space probes and stata uh, uh, satellites. It's used as an antimicrobial agent. I mean, this is really good stuff. Here's the weird thing, though. You know how the FDA doesn't like colloidal silver? Well, Wikipedia's got, got a bit of uh, BS going on on hydrogen peroxide. Uh, so now, it's used by the pharmaceutical industry, uh, proven cures over the last 120 years. What does Wikipedia say? Quote, it's a common misconception uh, that hydrogen peroxide is a disinfectant or antiseptic uh, for treating wounds. While it is effective cleaning agent, hydrogen peroxide is not effective for reducing bacterial infections in wounds. Further, hydrogen peroxide applied to wounds can impede healing, leading to scarring, and destroying newly formed skin cells. Okay, that's Wikipedia. However, knowing that it's a fantastic Heck, neutrophils, an immune system uh, cell that you have in your body, produces hydrogen peroxide, has the first line of defense against toxins, parasite, bacteria, yeast, and viruses. Uh, so really, look at uh, several sources to find out if this stuff is safe, good, or effective. Okay, now, coconuts. Coconuts is amazing. Coconut... Um, Coconut, literally the coconut oil, coconut um, oil can uh, kill certain viruses such as influenza, herpes, measles, 
hepatitis, SARS. They're fantastic. It kills bacteria. Uh, such as ulcers, throat infections, urinary tract infections, gum diseases. This is why utilizing coconut oil for um, oil pulling is so so fantastically good. It kills funguses and yeast and candida. Uh, it, it expels tapeworms, can kill lice, giardia. Uh, it quick source of energy. It's fantastic. So coconuts are out of this world. Now let's look at aloe. Because in our neck of the woods, you're typically not going to find coconuts unless you're down south in Baja. But in our area, because we do live in a desert area, aloe is super common. Now, aloe is also called the plant of immortality, uh, you know, by, used by the Egyptians 6,000 years ago. The Native Americans call it the wand of heaven. And think of this, the aloe plant, so just simple aloe just growing anywhere. Cut a leaf off. It has six, six natural antiseptics, which kill mold, bacteria, funguses, and viruses. Has anti-ulcer effects, laxatives, anti-inflammatory, uh, bacterial side. Can enhance visceral function. I mean, this is amazing. This is why you're seeing aloe products everywhere. And it's so simple to get it. You split the leaf, get the jelly off, and you can put internally or externally. This has been part of our medical kit for years because we've always had aloe plants. Now, uh, poisoning. What happens if you're going through and you get poisoned? This could be food poisoning. It could be, um, you know, medication poisoning. Charcoal is the best first aid for poisoning. Now, uh, when you look at it, and I mean just charcoal out of the fire pit, but you can get activated charcoal as a supplement now. Uh, now, this detoxes organs such as the kidneys, livers, intestines, and lungs. Uh, it acts as like, a, like an electrical sponge. It attacks the toxins. Uh, it also... Bentonite clay is another excellent one. Uh, clay, it literally binds, detoxes, and since your body can absorb it, it gets the it increases gastric motility. Now, the clay can also absorb toxins, heavy metals. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. So now let's let's look at uh, the standard medications. Uh, now, you might be familiar with Tylenol which is the number one prescribed drug in America, and it is the deadliest drug in America. And you might think, well, wait a second. Since it's the deadliest drug in America, but incredibly you know, prescribed for everything, from headache to menstrual cramps to joint pain to fever, I mean, this sounds like someone should be selling out of the back of a, of a covered wagon. Well, that's actually where it came from. It came from 1886, acetanilide. And this was first introduced into medical practice back in the 1800s, 1886. Now, the problem is uh, when people would take this, sure enough, it would help with pain, but the toxicity dose was very close. So a lot of people developed cyanosis, liver failure, and kidney damage. Isn't that interesting? Because that's one of the main causes, in fact, the leading cause of liver damage and disease in this country is Tylenol. Uh, now, they pulled the um, acetanilide uh, off the market 
in the 1940s because it was killing so many people. Uh, but they found out that the body breaks it down uh, or metabolizes it to paramecetol uh, or acetaminophen. So they thought, wow, let's just take the metabolite of this deadly drug and resell it. It's called a patent medicine. Uh, now, when we look at this, and this, this is, uh, there was an article at a Collier's magazine, and uh, it was written in 1906, and I've got to read you what this article said about this. Um, and, and it talks about a lot of the different patent medicines, what we would call prescription medications. Acetanilide will undoubtedly relieve headache of certain kinds, but acetanilide as the basis of headache powders is prone to remove the cause of the symptoms by permanently putting a complete stop to the heart action. So, <laughs> end of quote. And uh, I'm going to read a lot of this tonight of that, that article. Just I like the way they, they spoke back in the early 1900s. They utilized language, but that's when they had real schools and they weren't um, vaccinated to death or drugged to death. Uh, so let's look at the standard non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Since we're talking about first aid um, and survival, what do you want to leave at home? You want to leave this poison at home. There's a lot of effective pain relievers that you can take with you. But if you look at non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, so we're talking Motrin, Advil, Aleve, uh, Ibuprofen, if you take it, 40-60% increased risk of cardiovascular problems, increased risk of gastrointestinal bleeding. There's over 7,000 hospitalizations for gastrointestinal complications, 60% increased risk of congenitive heart failure, allergic reactions, 80% increase in mi miscarriage, uh, increase in atrial fibrillation. I mean, this is crazy stuff. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatories destroy proteoglycan production, which is the building block of cartilage. Um, you got dumb or dumber on this stuff. So what can you do for pain if you're looking for first aid? I'm going to tell you right now, water. Water is one of the best pain relievers. 50% of your body weight in water in ounces a day. That gets your blood working correctly and your immune system working correctly and will also help uh, cause pain relief. Deep breathing. Try it with me. Breathe in. Breathe out. You just got rid of carbon dioxide. That's an acid. You're alkalinizing your system, and that's going to be good pain relief. Honest to goodness. How can water and breathing cause pain relief? Heck, now, this breathing stimulates, uh, changes the pH, and stimulates endorphins. Then you got fish oils, one of the greatest anti-inflammatories out there, but this is anti-inflammatories that allow your body to heal. Then you can use cayenne cream. Now, this is going to rush blood to the area. And i got to tell you, from experience, and this is just rubbing cayenne pepper into some type of oil or cream, and you could rub it in coconut oil. But if you put cayenne cream on a cut or an open wound, you will wish you didn't. Don't. <laughs> just don't. Um, but i got to tell you, for sore joints, for... Um, achy, everything else. It will rush blood to the area. It's a simple, easy pain reliever. Ginger. 
That's right, ginger root, a phenomenal anti-inflammatory pain relief, settles your stomach down. Uh, and you could work it by just putting a little a few slices in boiling water, make it into a tea, or grate it into vegetable juice. Um, bromelain. Okay, now we're looking at pineapples. This is one of the most powerful anti-inflammatories you can get. Uh, or just eating fresh pineapple, that helps. So now we know that with finances, with the government, with the environment, there are changes coming up for sure. And they're going to be happening within six months. So this is um, not a warning. It's uh, a wake-up call. So if you are ready, cool. But what we have to do to save the planet, we have to clean up the food system, number one. That means healthy farming practices. That means those massive concentrated animal feeding operations, gone. We don't do things that are not in harmony with the planet. That means monocrops where we're you know, destroying the, the soil by spraying it with glyphosates and building uh, genetically modified crops such as corn and soy. And then we turn that into hydrolyzed oil. And that hydrolyzed oil is put in every um, fast food product on the planet. We're poisoning the planet. The body has no genetic experience with hydrolyzed oils. We've got to clean up healthcare, putting it back in your um, pocket so you can decide. I've got to tell you, informed consent means nothing when you're informed about the procedure, but then you're forced to take it. We're going to change the world. So this is going to be broadcast live tonight on Facebook, and then it'll be put up on YouTube in a week. We can change the world for the better. Get empowered. You are no longer a victim to the circumstance. You are a master of your destiny. When you walk by a mirror, you look in that mirror and smile because you are a child of the new world. You're going to leave this psychotic one where the government can't even run its own ass, wipe its own ass to the one where you're in charge of the world. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 